Three simple words. I am thirsty. I am thirsty. They're words we've all probably said before. But they were words said by Jesus as some of his last from the cross. Extraordinary words, really, for Jesus to say. Here's the one who created rivers and oceans and was able to turn water into wine and even walk on water as part of his life on this earth. The one who invited people who were spiritually thirsty to come to him for living water. But he himself would say, as his death approached on the cross, I am thirsty. Thirst is a basic human need. A very basic human need. In fact, the most basic of human needs, really. But it's a basic human need, not just in a physical sense, but spiritually as well. And what Jesus is doing here, even and especially from the cross, is giving us a sense of his identity, as well as leading towards an invitation that, that uh, he gives us. Having a clear sense of, of our identity is so important in life. But so is having a clear sense of the identity of Jesus. Let's see today how even out of these three simple words, I am thirsty, we can get a clear sense of three things about who Jesus is and the significance of Jesus for our lives. Number one, when Jesus says, I am thirsty, it gives us a clear picture of Jesus as fully human. In the security conscious world that we are a part of, we are having to verify things all the time, verify our identity through authentication of our identity. You ring up on the phone, you, you try to go, go through a website. All the time there's authentication needed for security purposes of your identity. And sometimes, at least on, online, that's by making sure that you're a real person and not a robot. It even tells you that. We want to make sure that you're, you're a real person and that you're not a robot. And so you have to click, uh, you have to tick all the pictures with traffic lights in them or with some other random things in them. Uh, you, you'll understand what I'm talking about if you've experienced that. But the significance of Jesus saying, I am thirsty, is that it showed he was a real person, fully human. One of the earliest false distortions of, of, uh, of Christianity and of Jesus and his identity came from a group known as the Docetists. And they claimed that Jesus only appeared to be human, that Jesus didn't really experience human emotions, whether they be hunger or thirst or joy or pain. So when Jesus says, I'm thirsty here, he is revealing himself as the, again as the real deal when it comes to his humanity, fully human, just like we are. Why is that so significant? Because it connects Jesus with every part of life in this messed up world. It connects Jesus with every part of our lives as, as human beings who do life in this world. Jesus walked on this earth. Jesus was hungry. Jesus was thirsty. Jesus felt pain and experienced suffering. And the book of Hebrews describes it like this in Hebrews chapter 4, verse 15. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to empathise with our weaknesses, but we have one who's been tempted in every way, just as we are, yet did not sin. Jesus, someone who identifies with us, who was fully human, and because he was fully human, he fully entered our world. He understands. 
He connects with us in anything and everything that we experience in our lives. Number one, when Jesus says, I'm thirsty, he's giving us a clear picture of his, that he's fully human. But not only that, it's also giving us a, a clear picture of being fully God. Now you may say, how's that? Well, let's look a little bit closer at verse 28 as uh, Stephen read it to us. Verse 28, it says, Later knowing that everything had now been finished, and this is, this is the key bit, so that scripture would be fulfilled, Jesus said, I am thirsty. John is saying that Jesus is fulfilling scripture by saying, I'm thirsty. And what's the significance of that? Well, it's this. Way back, long, long, long before this, back in the Old Testament, certain words were spoken or, or prophesied about the identity of the Messiah to come, the, God, the God's son, the one who would come as God's son. And, and words were prophesied, words were spoken about this one and what would identify them as God's son, as a fully God. And, what takes, and, and there were many of them and they were spoken thousands of years before. And uh, so, so they would all point towards uh, the, the, the one that would be God's son, the Messiah. And what takes place here was one of those coming to be. Jesus was fulfilling what was spoken about way back in Psalm 69. And so Jesus is showing, even in his last words at the cross, to be fully God, the Messiah, as well as fully human. In, in, in uh, connecting with us, identifying with us as someone fully human and yet set apart and unique from anyone else as fully God. Jesus was the very person that all of history and God's story had been pointing towards. Fully God and fully human like two sides of the coin. But thirdly and equally important, equally important for our lives, in saying I'm thirsty... Jesus gives us a clear picture of his identity, not only as fully human and fully God, but as someone who is fully satisfying when it comes to our spiritual thirst. And this is a, is, this is a critical element of, our, of our, our lives and our basic need to, to be in relationship with God as God created us for. I want to show you a number of things. Uh, you, you might wonder, well, what, what's, what, what have I got over here? On, uh, so I'm just going to go over and just... Reveal what's under here. I've got two, two little uh, containers here, and uh, they've both got water in them. Both got uh, so I'm a bit thirsty, so I'm just going to have a have a little uh, little drink out of this one. See how we go. I reckon. You reckon this will? Uh, mm. mm. Oh, what's wrong with it? That actually makes me thirstier. Straight from the bay this morning. Nice and fresh. <laughs> Salt water makes you thirstier. Does not satisfy. But then in the other one, let's have a try of this. Mmm. That's better. Fresh water. Fresh water, salt water makes an incredible difference. One actually makes you thirstier, the other quenches your thirst. No matter who we are, we all have an even deeper thirst built into us, a thirst for meaning and a thirst for our spiritual needs to be met that is ultimately only found in and through Jesus. But how easily what we can do is what I did with that first, uh, with, with that first container of water. 
Uh, we, we can actually look to, um, uh, look to satisfy our spiritual needs. We can look to things that we think will, and yet they actually will dehydrate us spiritually or disillusion us spiritually. God speaks about this in the Bible, in Isaiah. Isaiah chapter 55, uh, verse 2, uh, it says this, Why spend money on what is not bread? And your labour, uh, come all you who are thirsty, come to the waters, and you who have no money, come buy and eat. Come buy wine and milk without money and without cost. Why spend money on what is not bread and your labour on what does not satisfy? Often in life, what we can do is we can look to fill fill the, the God vacuum in our heart. The thing that, uh, that satisfies our, our need, our spiritual needs, with, with all kinds of other things that actually dehydrate us spiritually or disillusion us spiritually. But God has provided, in and through Jesus, all that we need for our spiritual thirst to be satisfied. And earlier in the, in the book of John, Jesus himself uh, makes this clear through his words. John chapter um, John chapter 4 and John chapter 7. In John chapter 4, Jesus says this to the woman at the well, everyone who drinks this thirsty, this water will be thirsty again. But whoever drinks the water I give them will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give them will become in them a spring of water welling up to eternal life. Very profound words. And then across into, into John chapter 7, Jesus says again, Let anyone who is thirsty come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as scripture has said, rivers of living water will flow from within them. So ironically, at the cross, what Jesus is doing, through being thirsty himself, Jesus is making it possible for us to be able to drink from the well of living water like never before and to be satisfied in a way that hadn't been possible up to that point. Rules and regulations and religion don't satisfy our spiritual thirst. But a relationship with Jesus is, uh, is, is what makes the difference in that. So I wonder today, are you thirsty spiritually? You might be a follower of Jesus or you might not be a follower of Jesus yet in your life. But sometimes we can get so distracted and so dehydrated spiritually that we can lose sight of how spiritually thirsty we really are, that we need to come to the waters and drink afresh from Jesus, the living water, who fully satisfies our spiritual thirst. Some of the last words in the Bible actually say that. In the the book of Revelation, uh, right at the end of chapter 22, there's some of the last words in the Bible, uh, and uh, it says this in Revelation 22, verse 17. Uh, Let the one who is thirsty come, and let the one who wishes take the free gift of the water of life. That's the invitation that Jesus' last words on the cross would lead towards and make possible. By becoming thirsty uh, in, 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 in the way that he was, Jesus would satisfy our spiritual thirst in a, in a way that no one else could. A quick sip here or there from the water of a spiritual life won't satisfy your spiritual thirst either. Because there's so much in this messed up nature of our lives in this world that can and does dehydrate us spiritually. We can even bring that upon ourselves. And uh, Jeremiah speaks of this in Jeremiah chapter 2, verse 13, when uh, in, in, the, uh, in the Old Testament, 
The prophet Jeremiah says, God says through Jeremiah, my people have committed two sins. They have forsaken me, the spring of living water, and they have dug their own cisterns or their own wells, broken cisterns that cannot hold water. We can do that. We can dig our own, uh, our own wells or cisterns in life. We can fill our lives with what we think will satisfy our needs when, when in reality they're full of brokenness and won't satisfy. The well of affluence, the well of ambition, the well of approval of others, the well of, indeed, the well of abandoning or forsaking God and his ways. None of these things will fully satisfy. Only the living water of the well of life of Jesus that we come to and drink deeply from over and over again can and will satisfy any of our spiritual thirsts. So I want to invite you afresh to do that today or for the first time, to, to come and drink from the, the, the well of the living water of Jesus to respond to his invitation. Whether you're a follower of Jesus who, 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 who needs spiritual refreshment or whether you're someone who's not a follower of Jesus and for the first time uh, wants to uh, discover Jesus for all that he is in your life. So let me pray as uh, we uh, wrap up our uh, our time together in this way and uh, then we'll have a closing song. Let's pray.